New to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is your place for honest answers. Naturally Savvy with registered holistic nutritionist Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis. Hi, this is Lisa Davis with Andrea Donsky. Andrea, do you ever meet someone and right away you're just completely drawn to that person? They have the best energy and passion ever. And then you find Mm -hmm. out what they do and you're like, oh my gosh, of course, that's what you do. It's the Mm -hmm. best, isn't it? Yes, it has happened and that is the best, but it is rare. I'm going to tell you it is rare. Yeah. Well, this woman we have is the real deal. I met her. I instantly bonded with her. And then when she told me what she does, I was like, holy cow, you are incredible. Her name is Kira Anderson. Uh, Kira is an artist, writer, mother, and coach who loves working with strong, smart women who are ready for change and don't want to behave. I love that. So today we're going to be talking all about how to live the life you want and her jumpstart program for women and so much more. Kira, welcome. Yay. Yay! Thank you so much, Lisa and Andrea. I'm really happy to be here. Well, we are so excited to have you. And I have to tell you, Andrea, that I spent some time with this lovely woman this summer, and I was telling her that I was feeling like I was just having some issues with my career and what I'm doing, and and I don't want to not do it anymore, but I want to add something else. And literally in like five minutes, she had me feeling really good and really looking at the things that you need to ask yourself when making changes and how to live a life you want. And I'm like, damn, this woman is hot stuff. So Kira, tell us, how did you get into coaching awesome women like yourself? Oh, wow. Okay. Origin story. Let's see. Well, it goes back to when my son was transitioning from being homeschooled. I homeschooled him for many, many years to him going out into the world and going to school. And that freed me up to look at, you know, that was like a point where I was ready for a change and wondering what it is I wanted to do with myself and what direction I wanted to take my life. And a few years before, I had um, this idea to publish a book, and I had no idea how to do it. I didn't know how to write a proposal, so I interviewed a couple of different coaches, found one I really connected with, and she coached me through that process. And it was such an empowering uh, experience that I went back to that in that moment as my son was going off to school and thought, gosh, I want to be able to do that for other women. So you know, I love I hearing that. I, went, I looked into, I looked into uh, some training programs, and I found a, a really phenomenal one and um, just dove in. You know, it's interesting. I literally, this past week, I attended a session where there were a whole bunch of coaches there, and I'm a big believer in coaches because I do a lot of TV media, and I was like, well, I do a good job at what I do, but how am I going to get better at what I do? So I went out and I hired a couple different media coaches so I could get to, so for me, I could practice more. I could learn things that I didn't already know. So I'm a huge believer in coaches because Lisa, as much as we might be really good at what we do, there are always ways we can improve. There's always things that we don't think about that maybe a coach, you know, can make us see things differently. Like you said, she did for you. So I think it's great that you're a coach. So tell us a little bit about what you coach. So obviously, Lisa, you shared a little bit about how it helped you, but what are some examples of some women you've helped and some things that they needed your coaching for? Yeah. Thanks. Um, there's a wide range. I would say that generally speaking, this is, um, I love working with women who know they're ready for a change, but they haven't been able to figure out how to make that happen yet. And I would say they fall into one of two different categories. Either they're at this new stage of their life, but they, they don't know where to start. It just feels like, ah, like, what, how, what do I do first? Or they may have feelings of doubt. You know, is it even possible what it is I'm trying to do? Mm-hmm. Or 
they're at this new stage of their life, but they don't even know what they want now, or they don't even know mm-hmm. who they are anymore. And so mm-hmm. um, those are the two main categories. And I would say it's everything from people making career changes to diving into creative projects to uh, leaving the workforce and maybe designing some kind of lifestyle shift. And sometimes it's just around relationship, around wanting to feel more empowered and uh, engaged in their personal relationships because Hmm. those are not feeling mm, fulfilling and satisfying. So, Lisa, what are some of the things, if you're open to sharing, what are some of the things that, how, how it helped you? Well, you know, it's interesting because, and some people say, they're kind of surprised when I say this, but if you listen to the show, you know I'm obsessed with natural beauty and skincare, and I have another podcast mm-hmm. with David Pollock, Just Ask David, and whenever I see my esthetician, I, I go for a facial once a month. That's like my big pampering thing. She always says, Lisa, you would be such a good esthetician because you love people. You love to chat. It's a great part-time gig. There's a great mm-hmm. school. It's like 20 minutes away from you. You can do it. You know, take a year and a half, and you only go a few days a week, and it's a great... And I was like... I could see myself doing that. Like, I don't want to leave what I'm doing, but I could see that as a good add-on where I could get that experience. And if I did it, I'd want to go like full hog or whole hog. I would want to do the medical grade esthetician where you're doing with the Mm. plastic surgeon's office, dermatologist, with the lasers Mm. and all the latest things. And I'd, I'd want to, you know, really get into it. And then I just feel like, oh my God, the idea of waxing someone terrifies me. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just be honest, you know, especially down there. So, but I'm thinking, but then my statistician's like, Lisa, they teach you how to do it. Like you're smart, like you'll be able to do it, but there's these things that hold me back. I'm like, I'll do everything else. Don't make me do that. Um, You know, so I'm looking into it. I'm looking into it. Um, I decided what I want to do though. I have a book coming out in January. Yeah. Yeah. I have my my book, Clean Eating Dirty Sex, which is available for pre-order. It's coming out in January. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to start this year. I want to see where that takes me. And I have a podcast, Clean Eating Dirty Sex right now. That's doing great. But I feel like I just want to be open. And it's scary because I kind of feel like, and you know, I want to get some input from Kira that I'm kind of letting go of a dream because I've been wanting to be able Mm. to just do the media and make enough money and do what I want to do. And I feel like it's not totally happening. So it's part of me feels like I'm giving up. So what do you say to women who feel that way? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, before I do that, let me just back up for a second and say what you were first talking about. It just comes down to what seems to be a lot of shoulds. It's like, Coaching can yeah. help you shed the <laughs> I'm a shoulds that come that come from yeah. right, right from everywhere. It's like I should do this, I shouldn't do this, or I have to do this, or I can't do this, and that can come from everywhere. From it, we're bombarded with these messages in media, from our well-meaning friends and family, from work, from community, and actually even from ourselves. And often that's drowning out what we deep down know that we know that we know, but for whatever reason mm-hmm. we pretend that we don't. So. The first part is just identifying the shoulds, shedding them so that we can get down to what we know deep down, because we all have it in us, this inner wisdom or intuition, whatever you want to call it, your gut, your gut feeling. We have that, but we sometimes uh, fall away from listening to it and trusting it. So that's the first piece. Now, the second piece you're saying, oh, before I dive in, should I, let me just pause and see if that, does that make sense? Oh, no, I... I love that. No, go on, because I think I think the letting okay, go of right. a dream so, so is then, tough, right? So the next thing is, um, so you were saying, oh, I feel like I'm letting go of a dream. Yeah. Is that what you were saying, Lisa? 
about. Yeah, like I feel like I'm giving up on my media career. Like it's just, I I, I keep wanting different things to happen and and maybe some happen, some don't, but I just feel like I need something more secure to fall back on that I'd still enjoy, but that I won't have as much energy to put into the media stuff, right? If I'm an esthetician. Right. Totally right. So everything you just said are thoughts you're thinking about what you may be thinking or feeling or what might happen in the future, right? Yes. Okay. So so our mind loves that. Our mind hates being anywhere in the present. Our mind only wants to jump into the future, always with uh, some idea of what we hope or does happen or are afraid might happen, or we jump into the past and we might go over what did happen that we wish would still happen or that we wish hadn't happened. But what it doesn't like is to stay in the present with actually what's happening now. And the and this sounds like a little wacky, but actually the, the right now, the present, is the only thing that's real. Everything that's else true. is what we're either imagining or remembering or, uh, you know, sort of like fantasizing about. So... The, the way to get clear is to get into the present, and the way that we do that is through our body. Now, I know that mm. sounds wacky, but your body no, never lies to you. It's always giving you the correct information if we know how to listen to it. Our mind lies to us all the time. It doesn't. It, it means well, but it lies to us all the time. So <laughs> it's possible that everything you think might you know, happen in the future, it, none of it's true. Like, it could be that... Uh, actually pursuing this other training and exploring this thing you've always wondered about and been excited about might enhance some part of your life while actually informing your media career. You know, there's a, there's a yeah. possibility that doing that might actually improve your media career or crystallize something around your thinking about it or get you moving in a slightly different direction that actually um, feels much more true to who you are. So, Coaching can help us, you know, actually pare away things that aren't true and and uh, help us pay attention to the stories we might be telling ourselves that that may that may not be true at all. So that's part of what happens in coaching is that you get to do what they call thought work, which is just simply like finding out if we're trapping ourselves by what we are afraid might happen, rather than getting into action to discover what actually might happen. Now, I like what you said about, well, I like everything you said, but talk to us about getting into your body. What do you recommend that people do? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad you asked. Some people are like, what? Um, No, not at all. We're totally into that. (laughs) Right. Good. Okay. So the, the coach training that I did was through Dr. Martha Beck, who is a phenomenal coach and writer and speaker. Sure. We're familiar um, with Martha Beck. Yeah. She's amazing. And she calls it your body compass because she believes that there's something inside of all of us that is always and forever trying to guide us toward our best life or what she would call your North Star. And Mm -hmm. that our body is giving us information. If we tune into it, we can find out what direction to go in. And it's not like going from A to B like a B line. It's more like when a plane goes off, takes off from point A and goes to point B, it doesn't just go in a straight line, they set coordinates, and then they spend the entire flight course correcting, you know, for weather or wind or other flight patterns. So, so that's what we can do is have a sense of where we want to go and then pay attention to what information our body is giving us and course correct, like make little adjustments as 
we move closer to what it is that we want. And the way you do it is pretty Makes simple. Sense. If yeah. your body is feeling, um, okay, I'll ask you guys. So think about something that you uh, love doing, anything at all. And you don't have to say what it is. Just think about something that you love doing or some memory of a time that was particularly like fun or happy or gratifying. And could it be business, personal, doesn't matter? Anything, anything, anything at all. Okay. And it doesn't, it could be a moment in time. It could be a time in your life. And you don't have to say what it is. And this might be, um, we're just diving in. Okay. And so then just notice in your body what you might be feeling. And I don't mean, oh, I feel good. I feel happy. I mean, physically, the sensation in your body, like, do you notice anything, you know, in your face or in your chest or in your in your arms or neck when you think of this time? Yeah, you feel more relaxed, or I feel more relaxed. Yeah. And but how do you know you're relaxed? Like, what does it actually feel like in your body? The shoulders, I, th- I feel like you're, I'm breathing better, or my shoulders maybe drop yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. And Andrea, anything? Um, I th- you know what? I, I kind of cheated and thought of a few things. So I think I did it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, is okay. so <laughs> indicative of my personality. <laughs> Overachiever. Well, okay, here's the <laughs> oh yeah. Um, when we think of the when we think of the things that we like or love or or are excited about or look forward to or remember fondly, mostly what we're going to feel is something that's like light, open, expansive. Something like that. When we think of something we're looking forward to do, doing or that we enjoy doing. You know, our body, we can get very even subtle responses like, um, yeah, expansive, uh, fluttery, open, light. But when we think of things that we don't like or don't want to do, then our body usually feels some version of heavy, contracted, closed. You know, there's a kind of ugh that happens. Yeah. And it can be as simple as that. I mean, working with someone who knows how to help you fine-tune your own body compass is its own sort of custom thing where you work with the client for them to get to know what does their body feel like when it's a yes and what does their body feel like when it's a no. And you can start there, just paying attention and then trusting your body information. Like, no, I don't think that's the right thing for me. So if we want to design a life that we love, um, then we get to Pay attention to the things that make us feel excited, open, expansive, and do more of those things. And then pay attention to the things that make us feel uh, tired, heavy, contracted, and then, you know, do less of those things. It can be as simple as that at first. Well, you know, I like that you talk about picking a thing that lights you up, a teeny tiny thing that you can do every day for a certain period of time. And I think that's a really good thing, right? Because you can... Think of one little thing that you can do. And sometimes, you know, when things are really tough or when you're really stressed out and you kind of in that situation, maybe thinking about the good things <laughs> can help you get through them because we all have times that are just tough, right? And you yeah. have to find a way to just power through. Well, or not power through. I mean, you just find a way to be able mm, to pay attention to what's tough and then that's find true. a way sort of either through that so that you can keep moving toward what matters to you. I mean, the thing about Jumpstart that I love is that yeah. when, you're feeling, when you're feeling stuck or frustrated or unsure or unfulfilled, you need something to get you sort of out of that rut and into action so that you can start feeling yes. more clear, more energized and excited. And P 
people often think that um, we need to get clear uh, before we can get into action. But, you know, it's like, oh, that's interesting. We, but it's the other way around. It's taking yeah. action that gets you clear. So that's what's exciting is that then oh, if you take I something see. teeny, teeny, tiny, something that you could do even on your shittiest day, if I may say that. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's then fine. That's something that, am I allowed? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and if you take something, <laughs> right? So if it's something that you can actually do even on your worst day, then that's something that's sustainable. And then you can actually build some momentum. And that's the you know thing that starts to shift our mindset from like, oh, I wish I would, da, 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 to like, wow, I'm so glad I, I'm doing this thing. You know, even little things like going out for lunch with girlfriends. Like I know for me, I you know, we're busy and it's all about the kids. I've got three kids and they're fairly on the younger side. And it's like, you know, how do we make time to go out with friends? And then when you finally are like, okay, honey, I am going out for the night and we're going to go, you know, go for dinner. And I'm like, I'm so glad I did that because I took some time to actually yeah. do it. So it doesn't have to be even like, it can be the, like you said, the smallest little things that make us feel so good or taking that walk or going to sit by that tree that you've wanted to go sit by for a half an hour and just kind of do some reflective work. It doesn't have to be the grand, big, huge thing, right. You know, to be right. able to do it, no, but it's taking action. So true. Like you said. Yeah, and it's actually even better to not be that because, I mean, it's not that we can't make big changes. That's great. But what we can do, so much of the time we say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to exercise for an hour. I'm going to write a chapter of my book a day. Or it's some giant thing that then becomes hard to do on a certain day where everything, you know, the, the, the stuff hits the fan, you know, and then everything falls apart. You don't do it. Then the next day you feel like, oh, I don't know if I'll get to that. Then the next day you start to feel that same discouragement like, oh, well, you know, I guess that was unrealistic or I guess I'm not going to be able to make that change. But if it's small and you can do it even on a hard day, then you see yourself doing it and you start to shift your self-image from like, oh, I'm somebody who shows up for myself. I'm somebody who follows through. And Andrea, you said the thing about taking a walk. I worked with a, a woman once who was really just struggling with wanting to get her body moving. And so this, um, when she did Jumpstart, we worked on the teeny tiny thing was just walk around the block. I mean, if it was mm-hmm, more than that, exactly. great. But then success yeah. is I walked around the block, not success is I walked, you know, three miles. So if it ends up being a longer walk, then that's just added fun. But she did this for every day. Part of the Jumpstart is designing these what I call experiments so that you can channel your <laughs> inner scientist and get curious and sort of see what happens. And after the period of time we designed, she had shown up for herself, every day went for a walk, around the block, many days far longer than that, but she ended up feeling so empowered. That's awesome. You know, it's interesting. I was talking to my girlfriend this morning, and she was telling me that, you know, she she was going to apply for a job, and she's, by the way, a rock star, and she was saying that, I don't know, Andrea, all this self-doubt that comes out. And, you know, this, this woman is at a high level and probably one of the smartest people I know. And she was telling me that she wasn't sure she wants to apply because, well, you know, all that self-doubt that comes in and she doesn't think she's so good. And I literally said to her, she's a good friend of mine. And I said to her on the phone, I'm like, okay, it stops now. We're, we're done. 
We're done with the self-doubt. We're done with the negativity and the, the whole insecurity thing. It's a mindset. You have to believe it. And I said, if you believe it, it, you know, then it, it changes. It's like I was listening to this great podcast and they were talking about gray matter in our brain and how the gray matter is a muscle and you can, you can actually train it to, you know, do certain yeah. things, be positive, negative. And I was like, that's it. We're done and you need to change it. And now you need to know how amazing you are. I could tell you how great you are, but unless you know how great you are, that it's you're I'm not, you know, I can't get that job for you. You have to know how great you are. Yeah. So I think a lot of it is just, we forget, I don't know if it's a gender thing, a woman thing, but we forget sometimes because we, we juggle so much and we have, you know, all that self doubt that comes through our minds that we are amazing and we can do things. So mm. having someone like yourself that can remind women that they're good enough and they can take action. Even by taking, like you said, that client of yours, a walk, start by a walk around the block, right? Whatever it is, mm. that's so important. So thank you for doing what you do because, you know, people need your help. Oh, thank you for saying that. Um, and I love that you said to your friend, you know, this is the thing about coaching is that, you know, coaching isn't about adding. It's really subtracting. It's taking away everything that isn't you. And you get to work with somebody who, whoever your coach is, whether, you know, everybody has a different way of working. And so if someone wants to find a coach, I highly recommend uh, asking a coach to do a, a sort of intake with you so that you can have a sense of them and how they work and whether it feels like the right fit for you. But ideally, it's somebody who listens to you more deeply than anyone ever has, who can challenge you and support you and celebrate with you. And they, they're really in your corner to help you, as you said, see themselves, you know, to kind of blast through that self-doubt. And I think that that That's has right. to do with going back to the Jumpstart program and designing these little experiments where you do this teeny tiny thing for a certain number of days so you can see yourself do it and finish, is that it's not really even about trusting. Oh, I have to trust that I can do it before I start. Because it's more testing. You test it out. I'm going to do it. And I actually see myself. And now I don't have to trust it because I see it. I become my own evidence that look at me, <laughs> you know, showing up, walking <laughs> around the block every day because it matters to me. And I'm a person who does what I say I want to do. Well, Kira, you're fantastic. And people can find you at www.kiraandersoncoaching.com, K-Y-R-A Anderson, coaching.com. I highly encourage people to check you out. You can also find you at, let me make sure I'm spelling this right, N-O-O-M-I-I.com. Yeah, Numi. It's a, it's a website for coaches of all different kinds. So someone can go on oh, there cool. and just shop around. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you well, so thank much you, for being on Lisa our show. Thank you, Andrea. Yeah. I had so much fun talking with you. <laughs> I thank you so much for a chance to get on your podcast and, and talk to two great women. Well, thank Yay. you for doing it, your due. And for those who are listening, we have to be, give a big thanks to BioK, our naturally savvy, sponsor, naturally savvy sponsor for this month. Without BioK, we wouldn't be able to speak to amazing people like Kira. So thank you, BioK. You can learn more at BioKplus.com. They are a, a, a probiotic. So happiness starts in the gut, right? All our serotonin totally. is in that gut, 70% of it. So we got to keep that gut nice and healthy. So thank you, BioK from the bottom of our hearts. So Kira, thank you so much. And uh, for all of you out there, I'm Andrea Donsky along with Lisa Davis, and you're listening to Naturally Savvy Radio. Like us on all social media at Naturally Savvy, at Andrea Donsky, at Health Media Gal, and at Radio MD. Thanks for listening, everyone.